Welcome to Holback Stage Live on WBSL Radio, recorded in Alabama's oldest continuously operating community theater. We are bringing you radio plays, vocal performances, interviews with performance art insiders, readings, comedy, and drama, which are all supported by our generous sponsors and people like you. Check the show description for a link to connect to all of our social media. Follow us for upcoming events and announcements and to learn how you can be part of our mission to provide our community and surrounding areas with a positive outlet for the performing arts. Please make a point to subscribe or follow us so you are kept in the loop when a new episode drops. Just search Holback Stage Live or visit holbackstage.com and find the WBS Live podcast page under the archives tab in the menu. We have several exciting episodes coming soon, including a deep dive with John Harvey into the production of the incredible Big Band of Brothers, a jazz celebration of the Allman Brothers Band. We are also looking forward to conversations with Orlando-based comedian Patrick Sisk and New York-based cinematographer Adam Carboni very soon. Coming later this year are episodes featuring our 13 Days of Halloween series, music origin stories, open mic performances, some improv comedy, and a special Christmas broadcast. We cannot do what we do without the support of local businesses and generous individuals. Contact the show at live at gmail.com to talk about sponsorship opportunities. Want to help support the show as an individual? Follow our socials link in the show description for access to PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. Just add the word podcast as a comment. We are currently operating out of a temporary studio space and your generous support will help us achieve a professional, permanent space to generate consistently engaging content. Additional information can be found at holbackstage.com. All right. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode. This time I'm catching up with Holback Stage alum Grant Lackey. Now, throughout our conversation, we covered uh, how to see Broadway shows for cheap, Grant's experience with the Holbeck stage, his Auburn University theater experiences, uh, moving to New York City during a pandemic, the best pizza and bagels in the city, according to Grant, his vocal coaching business, uh, we did a vocal warm-up together, his extensive, extensive Broadway playbill collection, uh, how good theater challenges you personally, what shows Grant would like to see at the whole backstage, as well as his advice for aspiring performers with big dreams. Now, I will tell you the hardest thing about putting together this episode was going through the video and picking an image from our conversation for the cover art. Now, Grant has a thousand facial expressions, and they're all so great and so entertaining. And, and you have to check out the video of our conversation when it's available on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our channel at the Whole Backstage Theater to get notifications when we add a new video. And I will do my best to put something together soon. But the editing process uh, takes a while due to the nature of like uh, just doing the video chat and the internet lagging and, and the audio not really matching up with the video. Uh, so regardless, here is the audio version for your listening pleasure. And we did have some minor technical glitches getting started, which I have left in the recording for your enjoyment. Made it back. Apparently I had you muted again. Let's try that. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. 
That's a neat little. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just make that like part of it. Like we should just we should change platforms altogether. You want to try Zoom? You want to try Zoom? Well, see you later, buddy. It's been fun. Uh, okay. See ya. Great great <laughs> times. Do record there. Where did I have you? Hey, there he is. You're a little quieter than you were before. Ah, how about now? I can hear you. I'm afraid of it being uh, Too, uh poppy. quiet on the uh, recording, but we, you know what we can do? We can play it back right now and I can tell you. Okay. Cool. Okay. There we are. There you are. You're just, you're full screen. That's all I care about. If it sounds weird, I, you know, here we are, whatever. Yeah, I'm happy to be doing this because, you know, we um, we talked about this a while back and I'm going to shoot over here and grab my notes so I can act like I'm prepared. Um, right. <laughs> you know what else? After all the audio wrangling we did, I'm going to have what they call uh, a little drink. So, <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh, my oh, I didn't know it was that. Co- what, 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 what is this podcast rated? Uh, it's rated whatever it ends up being rated after we're done. (laughs) Okay. All right. I don't know what the intended audience is. All right. All right. I hear you. There you go. Oh man. So anyway, as I was saying, we've been talking about this for a little while and it's kind of evolved you know, after we started, as you can tell, listener, we're just getting started. Right. So I'm figuring this out as we go. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's been a ton of fun already. Um, I think the interviews that we that we have are going to be fantastic. I'm really, really interested to hear what you've been up to and what you're into right now. And I don't know if you saw on the sheet that I sent you when I was talking about your uh, your Broadway Playbill collection. I did a little research. I got lost counting at 45. And that's just because I lost count. That's not... <laughs> I mean, there were more there. I just forgot what number I was on and didn't want to start over. It's like, um, I, th- I think, okay, so I have these like binders that are, uh, they have like 30 slots in them and I have four of those filled up. So that's at least like 120. I nice. Think. Um, over what you, and you just moved there December of 20, right? So that's only, yes, that's not even two but, years. Yes. But I did have, I think I had, uh, I have some like up on my wall, like my favorite ones on or up on my wall. I think I had like 12, 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. something, somewhere between 12 and 15, like uh, that I just already had before but, you were a local. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of shows. And I bet people are wondering how could you possibly afford to see so many shows, uh, on a, a voice teacher's budget? Well, I'm here to tell you, um, there are like, cheapo ways to get tickets to like any show that you want to see there's way, i mean i don't know if, if we can like link st- stuff uh but no we'll I'm figure it you, out go to broadwayforbrokepeople.com no way that's a real website broadwayforbrokepeople.com they take like every uh like every show that's on broadway and this is just for broadway shows but like every theater has some sort of like cheap ticket policy but yeah, I don't think I've ever paid more than like 30, 35, yeah. 40 dollars maybe at most. So, you know. That's why see one 
when you can see like five for the same amount of money. So, or 120. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 120 at least, yes. So we had I mean, we haven't been to the city a ton of times, but we had luck getting tickets at that. Uh, I know it's probably not a cool place to get tickets, but right outside that ticket, ticket, tickets booth. Right, right in the center of the yeah, <clears throat> that its placement made me suspect. But you know what? We were able to walk up, get a ticket to the show we wanted to see, and it was you know it was fun. They okay, so just like a little insider info, what they're not gonna sell you like the cheapest ticket. So if you're like looking really like I know this is now this is just turning into like how to see shows for cheap, but that's um, that'll be useful to a lot of people. I'm just saying, no, get the get the app today ticks. Like they have rushes. Most like of the theaters yep. on Broadway, if you show up there early enough uh, and you get there before the box office opens at 10, you just stand in line and then they'll give you like 25, you know, whatever they don't have sold. But T- TKTS, they take like the most ex- the most expensive seats mm-hmm. and then knock, you know, knock those down like 75, 50%. So, I mean, you're yeah, you're getting a really good deal, but... You're it's not, not the cheapest I mean, way to go to a it's show. It's not. It's not the cheapest way. Yeah. No. Definitely not. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. So, I I want just to for myself to keep some semblance of order. Okay. Um, I want to start with. I want to start at the whole backstage, because that's essentially where we're starting. That's where I'm. Right. I'm currently. You know, that's where I'm operating out of. Not at this moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> In, in metaphysically, that's where we are. <laughs> right. Um, so, when you were doing shows here in town, what what shows did you do? What were your favorites? What? How many did you do? Oh gosh. Okay. All right. I. I mm. Mm. I was prepared, but I, I. I don't have a number answer. Okay. Well, the first show that I did at the whole backstage was a Christmas story when I was like, I don't know, eleven or mm-hmm. ten, eleven, something like that. Uh, that was really fun. Uh. And then from there, I don't, uh, the next show was maybe like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. No, 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 that can't be right. Uh, a bunch. I know you, you and I did Gr- Grease. I remember yep. Grease. Yep. I don't know if you remember this, but we kept, uh, we kept calling you a cop. We were like, are, are you a cop? Aren't you a cop? And you were like, <laughs> no, I literally, no, I have, n- nope. If I had yeah. a dollar for every time I've been mistaken for a cop, I mean. Oh. I don't know why we thought that. We were just like, yeah, he's definitely a cop. And you were like, definitely not. <laughs> there, Okay, well, caveat. There was a period of time after that show, not not during the show. That was still true. After that show, I did uh, serve with the Marshall County Sheriff's Office for a short period of time. <laughs> there you go. See? You had it in you. You had it in you. It yeah. was in there somewhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what was funny is that like there's a group of people after um, oh what was the show we did? It was either it was either Charlie's Aunt or Noises Off, where a- after the show a group of us went over to one of the cast members' houses and they had some friends there not from the whole backstage that I didn't know and they swore I was a cop the whole hmm. time. Just yeah. Well, no, you got to go in for the the cop the cop roles. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. I can't think. I'm trying to think. Okay, definitely Grease. Definitely. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, Almost Maine. That was fun. I did that one in high school. Uh, <clears throat> that was with Lara Kate, wasn't it? No, Lara Kate wasn't in that one. It was me it was and a different there were like two did. other young people, but I, I can't. Uh, it was like Taylor Hyatt and yeah. like AJ and John Brown and like. Oh gosh! So all these shows you're talking about for uh, for people's benefit, 
<clears throat> if you come to the theater, there is a hallway between the lobby and the the smaller black box theater with all of our past posters, pictures, um, some of them hand-drawn posters from our founding uh, mother, Dot Moore. Ah, I hear. Can you hear the, the sirens? Si- siren o'clock o- over there? Authentic, yeah, you're getting the authentic New York experience. <laughs> but, like, so, Dot Moore, who started the whole backstage, hand-drew a lot of these early posters, and we still have yeah. those hanging in the in the hallway there for people to see, and it's I, that hallway is really, really unique to me i i enjoy still i walk down it all the time but i it, you can't help but when you're walking just to you know check out oh, yeah all the different posters and all the different people that have been involved in shows there i know you're on the wall so <laughs> some somewhere yes somewhere oh i forgot white christmas definitely white yes. christmas that was a fun one that was one and a half times that uh was a 2012 story well they did it twice and i was in it one and a half times uh oh. i was like almost going to be in the second one but then i had to then i had then i had to drop out but uh 12 was the second one that i'm thinking of on it probably anyways now now we've lost about half of the audience uh-huh. <laughs> no come back come back come back come back we're just reminiscing on old whole backstage so from yes. from the whole backstage you went to auburn yes correct yes. studied theater Okay, technically, uh, for people, if my family is listening, technically I went to Mississippi State for a year, um, and that didn't really work out. I was a, I was a voice major, mm-hmm. and that was just not really my vibe. But then, yeah, then I went to Auburn, and uh, yeah, I majored in theater. Well, I majored in musical theater. I got a BFA in musical theater. Um, yeah, but I got to do a bunch of musicals. I got to do a bunch of, like, weird, like, experimental shows. The thing about, like, doing collegiate theater or educational theater in, in my instance was that like we didn't have to recoup like any money with ticket sales so like we could do whatever we wanted to do because right. it didn't we, we didn't have to put like butts in seats right so we weren't really like catering to anyone we just kind of got to do whatever like whatever, whatever felt interesting right then so it that was cool yeah um <laughs> good no that's awesome and, and one of my thoughts about like what's the difference from going from a a an all-volunteer community theater to a collegiate uh, like environment. I I didn't I never did theater in college. Lipscomb had a very good program and it was growing while I was there. They did some very interesting shows that I just I wasn't into I wasn't in that right then. So I kind of missed out on it. But like going from community theater to that collegiate where you're trying to be that level or like what I what mean, does it look like? Well, volunteers versus like professionals it it really i mean it just depends on the people because like you know you have to think like volunteers are people who are like going and working like a nine to five and then get off and like you know have to make like dinner for the family and then they go to rehearsal so it's like Mm -hmm. clearly those people like want to be there and like want to do the work um and then you know you can sometimes find people like professional people who you know, are so like jaded and that is their job. So, you know, some of the kind of like the joy of theater can get lost. Now I'm not saying that all professional people are like the worst, uh, but you know, you don't, it's an (laughs) overgeneralization to say like people who are volunteers are just like, you know, not as good as professionals because that's, that's just not true. Yeah. No. Um, but like working with them, eh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I was like, spoiled because I just had such great experiences like at the whole backstage that I I just remember I remember that so fondly and then going to Auburn you know I I was really fortunate and got to do a bunch of really cool shows and had 
really great experiences. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't really think of them as like community and professional theater. I mean, you just, you kind of remember the people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people are cool. At, at Auburn, what were your what were some of your favorites? Were they musicals? Were they straight? Uh, I mean, I always get well, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I always did get cast in the musicals. Um, Obviously, I'm a guy and I can sing. Um, but no, I, I loved do, my um, well. Mm, I don't is it my favorite? Okay, I have two. <laughs> I have two favorites. My my first favorite was uh, Mr. Burns, which is like this super weird like uh, a post-apocalyptic three-act play <laughs> um, and it's like the it, it's basically just about you know storytelling and how stories evolve and and how theater and and telling stories is like integral to our our being as humans um, and so I got to be like Bart Simpson in this like deranged like opera thing where we had these like creepy masks it i'm not doing a very good job of selling people on this play but i promise it's really cool i want to see it my my other favorite was it's called mr burns it's by ann washburn it's a great play um it's a really good read too Uh, she took like actual conversations that people like had trying to like remember things about the simpsons and that's like the play is um yeah like people's real conversation it's it's a cool play i know i'm kind of making it sound um lame it is it's weird warning but um no yeah. i would i would see the it. other f- especially with you in it the, I'm, I'm there the other f- <laughs> i mean i'm just saying um the other one could not be more different it was called the bell stratagem and it was like this late 17th century 17th century 60 i don't know it was around the time of shakespeare um i can't remember exactly when it was uh written but it was it was so cool it was like this three hour long uh, British play, and I love doing plays. I, I would do a straight play like <clears throat> in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned the British um, acts, like the British plays. I it, there was a period of time at the whole backstage where I that was I did two back to back British accent plays, two totally different accents, and oh you, gosh, two totally different plays, but. I mean that. Was, I was like, "Am I gonna get to get out of this anytime soon?" <laughs> I mean, it, it came fu- back it's around. It's fun. You find yourself just like walking around, like you know, talking to yourself, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, why? Why am I like using a British accent?" Yeah. Oh, I love I love dialects. That well, was like my favorite. That was like one of my favorite things in college. One of the ones that I used that was super fun, and I I hesitate to even say this because more people are gonna hear this than just me and you. But the, <laughs> whatever, this lady. Uh, came to the show one night, and this is in Gunnersville, North Alabama, Gunnersville, Alabama, and uh, it was Noises Off, and I was playing Tim, the stagehand, so this lady starts coming up to me afterwards, and she's talking to me, she says, uh, I really enjoyed the show, I felt like I was back home, and I was like, wow, thanks, okay, and yeah, why, why are you here, high praise. like, where, why are you in North Alabama watching our community theater show how did you get here not i mean you know that's that's where my mind goes it's like how did you find us where did you come from (laughs) but yeah i don't know the mix of people you run into in community theater is uh astonishing do you not remember who came and saw uh our greece rebecca luker was it yeah do you do you remember that yes yes wild i don't i have why was why was she there again how did you find remember Yep. I mean, I, I, literal, like, Broadway, like, leading lady, and she was just, like, in the... She just, like, came. 
Yeah, and people. What? I, I think we knew before the show that she was there. I think I remember people running around saying, it. "Do you know who's here?" <laughs> well, I'm still starstruck to this day. I can't yeah. believe. Yeah, I have a. There's a picture somewhere on Facebook of of me and her. Oh wow! And that's so. Uh, moving from Auburn to mm-hmm. the Big Apple, December 2020. Mm-hmm. What are the what what would you say were the biggest challenges of moving to the city and what are some of the best things about being there? Well, I mean, the obvious challenge was, um, if you'll remember back to December, 2020, um, there were a lot like of challenges, pandemic <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. And so, no, I, I remember I, I moved up here, uh, literally, it was like, you know, an Annie, like three bucks, two bags for me. That was literally me. I had like a couple more than three bucks, but I, I literally two bags. That was all I moved up here with. And when I first got off the plane, you had to like sign this thing that was like, you can't leave your apartment for like seven or 10 days or something like that after you get there. So I got here, uh, 10 days, waited, went out, uh, tested, uh, positive for COVID. And so then I had to go to a quarantine hospital in Queens for, 10 days yeah and so that sucked oh um it was crazy but um i'm glad you know it was it was my new york welcome but so uh, your first three weeks were in isolation basically yeah 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 basically so i was isolated here then somehow it wafted in through the window and i caught covid and then i had to go stay in a quarantine hospital but um no i mean it was hard because not a lot of my i mean well now uh a bunch of my friends live here I was the like crazy person who swooped in and was like, okay, you know, everyone with half a brain is, you know, got out of Dodge and then I'm going to swoop in and, you know, pick up somebody's lease, uh, for really cheap, which is what I did. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still at this, I'm still at the same place. Um, I love it. I'm in Washington Heights. Uh, so if you've seen it much that I'm like, Hey, Hey, you know, that like the meme of, of Leo DiCaprio with his, like his scotch, he's like pointing at the TV. That's literally <laughs> yeah. me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's, Hey, that's my, that's my street. Hey, that's where I go to the grocery <laughs> store. So no. Yeah. Uh, it, it was challenging, but no, it, I mean, it's, of course it's, it's super rewarding. I, I think, you know, it, it's just, it, it's really inspiring. I mean, there's, there's just like a certain energy, like when you're here, you, like you feel it, you know what I mean? Like you, you get off the plane and, and people are, I don't know. It just makes me, uh, yeah, inspired and, and energized. Well, it, it, it coined, uh, earned the nickname city that never sleeps. I mean, there's always something no, going on. Yes, that is very true. That is very true. Yes. People love their horns up here. Yeah. I think <laughs> like in Alabama, I can count on like one hand, the time, the amount of times I like oh, yeah. honked my horn at people, people here. I mean, no joke have no patience when it comes to like honking people's horns. And if you've ever been in a taxi before, Oh my God. It's like, it's like Mario Kart. They, they're like, so the guy we were, we were up there, uh, several years ago and the guy that was driving us said he knew where we were from and he was like, so in Alabama, a horn is like a middle finger, right? Uh, Is that's that's the connotation. It's like, if you blow your horn, you're, you're, you know, about to go, go at somebody. He said up here, we just blow our horns. Like say, Hey man, I'm over here. Yeah, hey. no, yeah, like, and, and not a toot. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, people, I've been here, yeah, for, for, uh, for everything. A year and, a half, and I still just, I, it, like, 
sometimes you yeah it's, it's really funny when there's like a, a traffic jam and you know you poke your head out the window and you see all the other people like like looking their heads out the window we're like yeah okay it's it's a traffic jam it's <laughs> it's the magic of New York but no I, I I'm I miss drive it makes you know I miss driving though I would never ever ever drive in New York City like there's no reason to right no no no, no. I mean oh gosh no I mean that was a challenge too like fi- figuring out like public transportation like taking trains and uh, buses and like. You just gotta walk if if you can't do that. Um, I hear they but, have uh, the electric scooters now. Oh gosh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but um, I, I I I rode a bike once. Actually, it was on my birthday last year. I rode a bike like I rented it down like in Times Square and like was gonna take it all the way back. Like rode all the way through Central Park. It was go ride your bike on the street with those other cars is never again. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. I will I will take the train or walk <laughs> in the future. Yeah. No bikes so, for Grant. Well, so, okay, taking the train and the buses, and um, that's one thing I really appreciated about being in, in larger cities is the public transit, is is that it's, I guess, from somebody who never gets to take advantage of that, even living in Nashville, we didn't have it. I mean, we had the bus system, but there was always talk about building some kind of light rail, but they never did. I mean, so, it, I mean, to me, it's fun. It's like a, you know, something you don't get to do. <laughs> Well, until you do do it every day and then it, yeah. it doesn't get as fun. Yeah, I mean, when you see like people talk about like, oh my gosh, like the subway's crazy, believe them. Like it, it mm-hmm. anything you can imagine seeing on a subway, you you will see on a subway. So it is You said I have stories. I what what comes to mind? Oh gosh, like subway stories? You want to know subway story? Okay. Um <laughs> If anyone is familiar with the rat, NYC rat man on TikTok, it's this guy who has like a like a giant rat head and he just like literally terrifying people. This dude like scurries onto the trains for oh. TikTok. I don't know. I've I've never watched it, but he one time like ran up uh, behind me on like 14th Street and I screamed like bloody murder. Oh, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know what we're pl- hoping to keep this rated, but I, I've, yeah, I've seen lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of things, but that was the one that I could, that, that's, that's my G answer, my rated G answer. So who is hmm. somebody that, uh, everyone would know who takes public transit that you may have run into? Like I've heard Keanu um, Reeves just takes public, tra- like takes the subway just because. Well, this is actually before I moved here. This was like this was like the first time that I that I like came to New York in college, but um, Jason Robert Brown, that was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, you know, thirteen and um, oh my gosh, he's done way more than that. Parade, Bridges of Madison County composer, um, like big celebrities. That I mean, I guess he's you know not really a, he's a celebrity, but eh, I, I mean it's fine. If it, it, I was just curious if you had run into somebody just stepping no. onto the train, like oh hey, how's it going? No, not like, I mean, you know, yeah, there's, of course, Broadway people take the train because most Broadway people are still poor, but, um, no, that's, I can't think of any. We have lots to go through still. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so I have a question about, yes. uh, what is the most common misconception that people have about living in the city that you've discovered is like, uh, that's, that's not really true. Uh, well, every time that my mom, uh, <laughs> calls me and I'm like on a walk, I go on lots of walks. Um, 
and there's like birds in the background. She's like, y'all have birds in New York? Or, or <laughs> we're like on FaceTime and she sees a tree. She's like, there's trees there? Yes, there's trees there. There's birds, there's parks. Um, I, I guess like the, the biggest thing, like I got this um, like a lot before I moved here. People were like, you know, don't tell people you're from the South. Um, like don't keep your head down don't don't like talk to people which first i mean i don't really have like a super thick accent anyway but no people people here love it people find it like really mm-hmm. endearing people like southern accents and stuff um yeah no and i i think just like the generalization that people are like ruder here which i guess the horn thing you know kind of proves me wrong but um no i mean in general people are people are just as nice as as they are there. I, I mean, I, if you're going to like McDonald's in Times Square and expecting the cashier to like you know, ask you how your day was and like, how was your grandma and stuff like, no, you know, it's like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Of course there is that energy, but, um, no, I mean, for the most part, people are just people. People are cool. Yeah. Well, horns are, you're in your car. If face to face is, is much true. nicer. That's true. You don't have to get out and talk to them. Although I'm sure that happens sometimes. Yeah. 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 You see people. <laughs> oh no, we're getting out buddy we're not done with this (laughs) so what is do you have a favorite pizza place okay yeah yeah. it's called coronet um it okay i I have to i use my like forearm and hand uh Mm -hmm. to measure it it is it they call it new york's biggest slice of pizza and it's like totally true it is as lengthwise as big as my forearm and hand oh wow it's like bigger than a medium-sized pizza at domino's it's it's incredible it's and it's really good and it's like right by my house so that's also why well that's a plus (laughs) convenience yeah Um, that would help a lot in that decision (laughs) and i had a question about a favorite bagel place too but as a tag to that i know you saw this is it required when you move to the city to pick a favorite bagel spot and how quickly must you do that I mean, is it required? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, to each their own. I guess some people. I, you know, I try to. I try to not like eat the exact same thing every day. But I, you know, it's not, of course it's nice to fall into a routine and, and be a regular and like walk in and then you know they just start making it like oh my gosh the, that's like the best feeling in the world is like yeah. what's up and then they're they're already making it. Um, no, I mean you don't you don't you don't have to, um, but. Yeah, like I said, I mean it's nice. It's it's nice to be a, a regular at at places. I I end up going to the same places more than I more than I should. But oh, favorite bagel place, favorite bagel place. Yeah, uh, Mike's Bagels. They have Mike's. the best. They have okay. They have the best bagels, but they also have the best cream cheese. They make like all these different kinds of. Yeah, the best bagel uh, is the everything bagel with strawberry cream cheese, which hmm. I know may sound a little off putting to some, but uh, that's like my. That's my go-to order. Yeah, mm. no, that's mm. that's good. We get that um, when we go to Auburn. We we hit a blue bagel, and get uh, I, like yeah, everything yeah. with strawberry or blueberry or you know <sighs> try all the cream cheeses. Their their cinnamon too. one. Oh my gosh, like cinnamon. I think it's cinnamon. Cream I'm not cheese. adventurous. See, I've, I've picked my bait. That's my bagel, and so that's I'm like yep. they no. It's just that's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I should go in there. I should shake it up. I should uh, should be like what. Yeah, I don't know. All I eat is everything. Like when they start making your regulars, be like, yeah, yeah, I want that. But I want to add something to that. Maybe put half and half. Half strawberry, half surprise me. Oh, and their chicken salad's pretty good, too, in case you're up in Washington Heights. Yeah, well, 
it's fire. Kristen's always looking for a chance to come to the city, so we'll figure that out. I'll tell her we got to go to Washington Heights, get some bagels, honk at some people, see how it goes. The whole package. (laughs) So (laughs) picking a bagel place, I I talked about Kristen a second ago. She always says when she moved here, um, it's kind of like as soon as you move to Alabama, you have to pick a favorite football team, whether it's Auburn or Alabama. Like you have to decide <laughs> once you cross Someone's the border. Someone's going to ask you. Yeah. No, I, I even do that with, with my students. Like if they, if they ever, if they're, if they say that they're from Alabama, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, Hey, that's one good thing about zoom is I do have a variety of students from, you know, different places, but if they're yeah. from Alabama, of course, I'm, I, I'm always like, you know, what is it? Alabama or Auburn. <laughs> and of course everyone has very strong opinions either way, which, you know, it's always fun. Cause yeah. Especially if you're on a, you have group, do you have group sessions besides the recitals or just for? We do, well, you know what, actually we do. And I, in my notes, I didn't even think to write this down. Yeah, no, I mean, well, so I I don't do any like group lessons per se, Mm -hmm. but we do, I mean, we do recitals. um, But one kind of cool thing that I uh, have started doing is like master classes with Yes, I've seen some of those. So that, you know, yeah, we're, we're all, um, like we're all in a big zoom room together. So yeah, I guess that's the only other time that we're like all together. That's great. I love that. I, you know, I, I did, uh, let's see, I, every time I see one of your master class, master classes come up, I'm like, all right, how do we get in that? Because you get some good people and I'm, yeah, that, I mean, it's all, it's all good uh advice or like instruction i mean it's if you can if you can get in there yeah, I mean, no, come on we uh, hey we got the next one sketch i can't say who it is but uh she's really cool and uh <laughs> i don't yeah so be on the lookout there's gonna be one coming up soon um but no i mean we've done stuff with um i was about to say set and foster no i i got to do a master class with set and foster but that was in college no we've done uh yeah. Gary butler who like is in beetlejuice right now um she did a master class with us um Nicholas Rodriguez, who's in company on Broadway right now, did a did a masterclass. My uh, vocal coach, Jason Gotay, uh, who's you know, if you if you were a Gossip Girl uh, watcher, he's in the new Gossip Girl reboot, like in the main cast. Um, but he's done a bunch of Broadway stuff as well. Um, he did a masterclass with us. But yeah, no, we we like to keep it. Uh, I like to keep them on their toes. They never know who's going to show up in the <laughs> yeah. studio. That's that's great. I love that. So was. Going through school and and moving to the city, I don't know which came first, the vocal coach uh, aspirations or moving to the city or or like where that happened. But like, is 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 that the dream? Were you, were you, did you plan that, or did it happen much out of necessity or chance? Or it? No, it was not the dream. Um, well, okay, so I, I'll try to make this brief. I so I was I was in a show uh, in Atlanta. Spring Awakening, uh, and I so I got cast in that in December of 2019, um, and I had to figure out like how I was going to like st- still go to school because I was still a student, you know, through through May, um, and then also Spring Awakening opened in in May or mm. April or something like that. Um, so I, I got like special permission from my professors. I, I missed like a ton of classes. What's the drive and- from Auburn to Atlanta? Oh gosh, I mean, see, but we rehearsed like um, East Atlanta, yeah. Okay. Took me back to East Atlanta. Um, uh, it like one forty-five. I don't know. It was it was intent one forty-five two yeah. hours, like one way. 
Um, yeah, it was intense. I mean, I was going to school like eight to like three or four and then leaving straight to go to rehearsal, rehearse till 11. Oh, and then there, there were a time change. Uh, there was a time change. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. So it was like, re- it, I was like very confused there for about a month, but like driving every day back and forth to, to school. Um, so that was cool to like get to like work professionally and like get paid like while I, while I was in school. And so the plan was to, um, you know, again, not to toot my own horn, but like they liked me there. Like I liked them. They liked me. It was just, it was a really good like setup. Um, but yeah, I mean, clearly that, (laughs) that didn't happen. We actually got shut down. We, we finished the whole show. It was like teched. It was ready. Um, the very next night we were supposed to have our, um, like preview, uh, like the press run, like the like the preview, uh, and yeah, we found out that uh. night uh, that we were. Yeah, well, they, no, they see they, they didn't they didn't like void or like null our contracts or anything like that. They just were like, um, we're gonna put it on pause for a minute, and we kept we would just keep getting these emails like, oh, like you know maybe we're gonna come back, and then eventually oh, no. about, about a year after it was supposed to happen, uh, they dissolved uh the theater completely it's a whole drama listen look up um oh gosh i forget what his his even name is the uh, um brian cloudus look this up for yourself listeners if you care to know but serenby playhouse they've done a lot of really cool things um but uh they i, I think they no longer exist so our contracts oh, no. were, were 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 voided but no i i mean that no, just I hurts to work on a show and not be able to do it it's frustrating. It's oh, frustrating, man. but I, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, but no, I, I after that happened, um, I was just kind of like chilling in Auburn, like, you know, well, what am I gonna do? So no, it, it was not out of necessity or out of. It was literally out of boredom. I, I just was like, <laughs> I had nothing to do. I was like, you know, I bet I could like, you know, I bet I could get four or five people together and you know just work together and you know now I teach like uh, close to 60 students a week so I know I this yeah. I never never intended to like make it a thing um but I certainly am glad that uh that it happened yeah it's just one of those things where you like I'm gonna open the door and this is what happened people walk through it you know I'm still kind of just like every, every time you know I open a new every time I open a new semester I'm like you know will this be are people gonna, you know, are people gonna sign up? Like, like get enough students? But you know, it. Um, I've just been really, really fortunate, really, really lucky. Well, one of the things I like that you do is the uh, the booked it announcements, like for, <laughs> for your students. You you do a you do a show graphic yeah. <laughs> and, and booked it and kind of give them a shout out for for landing a part. I mean, that's great. I mean, hey, you know, it. You know, they're happy because they're getting a little extra shout out, and uh, you know. I'm happy because it makes me look like, you know, I had a little tiny part in, in, in helping them. No, I mean, uh, that's no, that, that, that's I, great. You know, <laughs> me and my friend, my friends laugh. It, yeah, I, I know they're, they're they're a bit much sometimes, but, uh, you know, why, no, why not celebrate? I think I think it's it's <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bit much I, going through, like trying to trying to get information for like to sound like I could talk to you about <laughs> things that are going on. I see those and I see them come through on Instagram on the theater page because we follow you. And um, it, it's great because a lot of the stu- a lot of your students are from here, and a lot of students yeah. do shows with us at the whole backstage and at their respective high schools or, or middle schools, whatever lighthouse. I mean, it's 
it's fantastic to see everybody in this area in this community who who are you know not just I like to do shows but like they're going the extra step and and getting coaching and taking yeah, it yeah. seriously and and they're they're all fantastic like there's several in Willy Wonka coming up oh gosh oh uh like I think well I <laughs> I actually got a couple of extra uh this summer that weren't weren't students when I posted that but I think when I posted it, it was like 17 of my mm-hmm. students were in Willy Wonka like <laughs> oh, a lot listen hey if you guys if anyone needs any help on on Willy Wonka stuff I think I can like recite the script you probably like, know just tell me to go. <laughs> I think I like I think I I think I got it um I can step in for any I'm like the universal swing so and you're flying in um, for that show right of course, of course. <laughs> actually you know what I I haven't been back to Alabama in 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 a while like, I mean I am kind of due for a, a visit so uh, I'd be due that- for a trip that would be a good place to to knock out seventeen visits. Um, so yeah, you never know. Uh, so along those lines, what is uh, a fun vocal exercise that we could do this evening? Let's see. Okay. Um, well, I do. So just to let people know, I do. I have like kind of my basic warm ups that I use to like help vocalize people and figure out like what what your range is are yeah are you a alto soprano tenor bass whatever um i'm gonna show you one of my fancy warm-ups that i like to use um are you are you gonna do it mm-hmm, am i gonna mm-hmm. show it to you and you're gonna ha ah, okay, cool. uh, well uh, yeah um, i'm gonna do it I don't, i'm not <clears throat> i've been clearing my throat a lot but i'll i'm gonna do it just because i'm here okay. with you that's what we're gonna do i'm going to okay we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hold on i'm gonna switch my microphone setting to uh Haha. Uh-huh. Okay, now it's in stereo, so t- in theory this should this should sound all right. But I'm gonna play this on my on my keyboard. Okay. Um, this this one is this is called. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess it doesn't have a name, but it's called Eowahaha. And the point of this uh, exercise is for us to differentiate between glottal, uh, accenting things with uh, a glottal attack versus. Um, accenting things with with our breath so i'm gonna show it to you first um and then i'll let you try and then i'll tell you how you did um this is fun okay uh let me know we we can skip the tell me how i did part it's fine (laughs) no no you want feet you don't want a mini voice lesson um can you tell me if you can hear this keyboard yes okay cool so it goes like this and that's it so eo and then from there, one, two, three, four, da, da, da. So, yo, Okay, yeah. I'm going to move so my the, mic as far away as yours is. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, cool. Am I projecting? Am I, can you still I, I can hear you just fine. I, I just don't want to be, I don't want to be all up in people's uh, stuff. <laughs> okay. it's, so, it's yo, the trick. Okay, I guess if you're watching this, great, you'll, you'll get this. If you're listening, okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'm doing. Uh, place a hand on your um, on your stomach, kind of upper stomach towards your, your diaphragm, if you know what that is. Um, and you should feel this kind of like trap door, almost panting feeling going on. So it's, uh, if, again, if, 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 you're, if you're watching, you can see this, but um, so we're engaging the transverse right here. Um, all right, here we go. Let's try it. So here we go, ready? And Let's do two more, two more. Good. Good. 
Okay, cool. Good job. So Maybe I stayed right. on track for the third one. You did it. No, you did it right. You did it right. Uh, a lot of people tend to uh, accent it with like, because uh, it's easier to do eo ah 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 But yeah. do you hear the difference? eo mm -hmm. ah 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 So this just, it's a good warm-up. Um, well, it's a nice little arpeggio octave stretch. Um, and I think it's a really good kind of breath and voice warm-up kind of combined just to check to make sure that you because if you ain't singing on your breath uh you ain't singing um that's my <laughs> that's a philosophy yeah it's it's not gonna happen um so anyway good thanks job. You, did a, no. you did a really good job yeah thank you for that that was fun <laughs> we'll have to have other people drop in and do that oh wait no yes, that's your please. class <laughs> ah hmm, if only there were a website if only there were a way, way to, to do this me. with grant all the time <laughs> oh boy but there is but there is <laughs> oh yeah man that was fun thank you okay so after that after that exercise yes. what has been your experience like okay did this business you said this business started in auburn and you took it to new york with you okay yeah. so what has if been your experience the auburn uh like city board um no, it's no. In, you're supposed to pay like a business uh, <laughs> fine. But yes, it started in Auburn, and no, I did not pay any business fines. So you know, come at me, the city of Auburn, I guess. Um, no, it started. It started in Auburn, and it all started online. I I, I taught a couple of voice lessons like in college one summer. Uh, Kelly Brook, my mentor and one of my dearest friends. Um, let me use her house actually to her sunroom. I had to clean it out myself. Uh, and she let me use her sunroom to teach voice lessons. So I've done some in person. And of course, I oh my God, I mean, I've, I've been in voice lessons myself since I was like, you know, six. So I, of course, I've been in a, a lot of in person lessons. But uh, this like studio technically is totally online. Um, I've been really lucky to meet a bunch of my students who have like come to New York and they like come on, on, on visits. And of course, you know, I have to look you that's up. always really fun. But yeah, no, uh, it's it's been completely online. It, you know, I think my business is different from people who like had a business before the pandemic versus, you know, me who started it during the like I this was like you said, I mean, I, I, I made this in the pandemic just like out of out of boredom versus people yeah. who like maybe had some kind of business and had to like transition into like figuring out how to yeah. work this. I was, that's all I know. Like they so. had a, they had a system, they had a, a, a way they did things and then they had to say, Oh, how, how do we do it yeah. now with, yeah. in, in these current, like in these conditions, but you already, you were in that. So you were just like, this is, this is how we do it. Yeah. Pretty that's, much. that's great, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm proud of you. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, no, I, we see like, I mean, I was telling you earlier, um, like I, I was going to go to a show tonight, um, and it, it got canceled because of COVID. So I, I don't think it's something that hope, I mean, hopefully is going to go away soon. Of course, I would love to teach, uh, in person. I actually have a couple of my, um, students from Alabama coming up here and we've got some in-person coaching. We've, we've already like got some spaces, uh, rented out for people to like film some stuff and, and I'm going to come in and help them in person. But, uh, I mean, no, yeah, uh, the, I guess the pandemic, it, it, it still kind of is uh, around, uh, especially in, in New York, we get outbreaks like crazy. So for me, it's really helpful to have this online that I can literally yeah. do from anywhere. Where you're able to just keep plugging along yeah. and oh keep moving forward I'm regardless. A, a student from Switzerland, like what? Like uh, there's no chance that I would ever been, have been able to connect 
with these people had it not been for Zoom. So for that, I'm thankful. But, so um, you mentioned Switzerland. This is a sidebar, but okay. Uh, most of I guess working the theater's Instagram feed, I see that's where I see a lot of your stuff, and. I also followed an account called Swit. Uh, let's see, what is it? Switzerland clips, maybe, and it's just like short video clips of the most beautiful places I've I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> when I tell you their school schedule is so like bizarre to uh, like, I, it's so strange because they they have like summer break and like sports break where they all go and like ski and stuff just oh. in like public school. Oh, it's school. I mean, and, and yeah, uh, and then of course you you know, then you can just go to other places in Europe. You know, my my students uh, will be like, yeah, we went uh, we went over to like Germany for the weekend and like <laughs> just went around. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, sounds cool. fun. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I went into Harlem. That was that's cool. <laughs> Probably the same kind of feeling crossing borders. I mean, it, it do the, so do the boroughs have their own unique personality as much as. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, def yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, I mean, I spend most of my time in Manhattan, but like, you know, I, I go to Brooklyn uh, occasionally. Brooklyn's like the like the cool like people. Manhattan are like the uptight like busy people. Uh, the Bronx um, is the Bronx. The Bronx, you gotta look out <laughs> in the Bronx. You gotta you know keep uh, yeah keep your stuff. It's uh, no I. You'll be all right, but um, it is—it's uh, <laughs> a different vibe, for sh yeah, for sure. And Queens, Queens too, yeah. Same, same with Queens. Hey, what's the other one? I'm missing one. Wait. Hmm, 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 hmm. Oh, Staten Island. Well, you know, I, <laughs> why would I ever go to Staten Island? Um, yeah. I don't. I don't. Know. They have a ferry. But I keep hearing the, the that they have a ferry. They do have a little Staten Island ferry, and she'll take you. <laughs> they'll she... fly right across the river. You can only do That's one at fantastic. a time, so it's it's a little backed up, but no. Um, I I was totally, <laughs> I was I was off base on that. I didn't know you got to fly across. That's great. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> There's only yeah the Staten Island Ferry. It's a whole experience. <laughs> do you have students who aspire to to play on Broadway, and what do you oh, tell yeah. them about like how not necessarily how to get there, but like what's I, I guess what kind of mentality do you have to take on? What kind of things do you need to be focused on? What that kind of things do you need to be involved in? Like, what do you tell them? Uh, well, I tell them uh, that you have to go to school and you have to have good grades because that is like the most important thing. Uh, but the next thing is, yeah, I mean, if you want to be on, on Broadway, do it. You know, uh, I mean, there's no, these things, um, Listeners, I'm referencing my, my cell phone. Uh, you can literally look up anything in the world on, on these things. And, uh, and you can submit from anywhere in the world. So yeah. you know, if, if you're in, in Alabama, uh, take advantage. Um, this, the pandemic uh, really shook up the theater scene, I, I think, at all levels. Like, you know, everyone had to kind of rethink, like, how, how do we... You know, how, how do we do shows safely? How do we keep people? How do we keep people safe? How do we keep the act? You know, a lot of rethinking had to happen. But um, wait, where was I going with that? Just to for people who want to be all Broadway, just to do it. Like, I mean, does it? Does oh, it yeah. No, I mean, th th we're sorry. Thank you. Oh my God, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, we're we're in a time where like people are are taking like self tapes. Uh, most casting calls are taking are are accepting self tapes. 
So submit, spend, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spend a couple days filming some really good stuff uh, and get a good video, get a good videographer and get a good editor. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my advice. Yeah. Just you start working it. at it. It's, it is such a small community too. So like, that's the thing is like, if you don't hear back from someone, uh, it doesn't mean that you're never going to get like a role ever. People talk, people talk. And so if you are a cool person or if you've, if you've got really great videos and you don't hear back from, you know, the first five, um, maybe it's the sixth person that, uh, sure. yeah. that wants, that wants you. And it's maybe, you know, you, you, it's kind of a, a crapshoot, uh, a little bit, little guys and dolls, uh, reference there, but you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the name of the game though. Um, it so, takes a little bit, it does take a little bit of luck, you know, being in the right place yeah. at the right time or finding the right casting call. I don't know. Sure. Well, would you tell older, uh, older professionals who still have that, that like drive that dream the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for, for older, you know what, actually, I just started working with um, this lady who um, is, is older. I mean, she's, she's, she's a mother and she was an actress in New York for like years and years and years and did all these really cool shows um, and told me her voice, her old voice teacher was Victoria Clark, which I don't know if you know who that is, like multiple, yeah, anyway, award-winning, incredible actress um, who's about to come to Broadway next season uh, in Kimberly Kimbo, which you should totally go see. Um, but no, I, I mean, she, with her, it, it's about, you know, just reminding yourself of why you got into it in the first place, right? Um, was that the question, or is it more like logistics of like, how do you get there? No, 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 I, I mean, like, the, in, in community theater, we, like I said, we work with all different kinds of people. Some yeah. are, are very talented young people who, who can, you know, go to school, study what they want to, and then have a plan to move to the city and, and, and try it. You know, some people are older and established in families and careers, and it's seemingly impossible, you know. So I guess with technology like it is today, I know some actors, already established actors, I'll give you that, but some actors live anywhere they want and be able to communicate yeah. and, and commute and travel. And I guess, do you have to, what's your feeling on, do you have to be in an area like New York, LA, Atlanta to get started or is it possible from for some hypothetical no. person from North Alabama to like put together a reel and send it to people? Oh my gosh, yeah, I, absolutely, and you should, and you should be if if that's what you want to do. If you're waiting to get to like New York or L.A. to to start, <laughs> uh, then it's, then you're too late. Then you're too late. Yeah, start right now. Start start you know going through your book, figuring out what what songs showcase me. What 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 do I like to sing? Uh, yeah, get get you a good reel, get a good videographer, get some some buddies to help you film, and uh, like I, I mean, yeah, submit, submit, submit. Uh, I mean, of course, yeah, it helps if you are like auditioning, you know, 10, 15, 20 auditions a week. Mm-hmm. Then of course, yeah, it might be nice to be able to pop over to Pearl Studios and like, you know, hey, I'm at the audition. Um, but yeah, if you're getting started, I mean, no, you you you, I mean, get it while it's hot. Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's really good to hear because I I know people like that here. I know, well, all, all around the country, there is somebody listening to us who maybe wanted to, to try to see, you know, am I good enough? Yeah. C- could I do it? 
and maybe the opportunity didn't present itself and you just life, you do life, right? So now you have right, kids, yeah. you have a career, you're nowhere close to a, a performing city. Like, you know, you have outlets, but like, it's not anything that's going to get you noticed. <laughs> so somebody no, needs to hear that, that it, it's possible. Just do it. If you, if you feel, if you want, you know, if you feel like you, you want to put stuff out there, put it out there. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, take advantage. Totally take advantage. And it's never too late. It's never too late. I, okay. Uh, one of my favorite Shakespeare uh, plays that I've seen was King Lear on Broadway. And Glenda Jackson, who is like, I think either she's, she is 90 now or is, was, was almost 90 at the time. She played King Lear. And it, I mean, it was insane. She was incredible. So if she can do that at 90, you know, people who are late 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s i mean what's what's mm-hmm. your excuse you know what i mean she she was out yeah. there doing eight shows a week so yeah put put your stuff out there that's great i love hearing that man I, and i hope somebody i hope somebody catches this and they they it, it puts them over that hump of like uh, uh from thinking about it to yeah. like maybe trying something out you know yeah. T- take a week uh figure out what you want to do film it and uh See, see, uh, see what you catch. <laughs> see, see what happens. Throw it out there. Um, yeah, that I appreciate that. That's great. Uh, so, your Broadway playbill collection. I know we touched on it at the beginning, but what have been some, maybe some of your favorite shows? And has there been any that you went into and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why am uh, I here? <laughs> both. I mean, favorite shows that I've seen. Okay, so like this season, my favorite shows were, um, I don't know how everyone feels about Michael Jackson like pers- on a personal level, but MJ, I'm telling you, oh my, I, I think about that sometimes and I just am like, how, how, how did they do that? I love shows that, um, you know, you're, you're oh, oh my God, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, if, if anyone's ever heard of that, oh, the, I mean, literal magic. Like right wow. in front of your front of your eyes, it the stagecraft is, it's insane. I guess that's not from this season, but um, no. Oh, and uh, my other one uh, that I really really loved, and it did really well at the Tonys, which I was happy. Um, the Lehman trilogy was was this play. Oh, okay. Um, that was really cool. Um, I, I don't really know how to be, describe it, but it's about the Lehman Brothers who came over and basically started like one of the biggest banks, uh, like loan systems in New York, but there is a whole act. There's three acts and one of the acts takes place in, uh, in Alabama. They first came up into like the mobile area. So that, I thought that was kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and my, oh, and company company, the musical. Oh my God. Like sadly it's closing, but I, I just, I, I could watch that like every night and never get bored. Oh, Sondheim. <laughs> Sondheim. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so company, I'll have to, I have to check that out. Yes. What's one? What's one or two that you regretted walking into, oh. <laughs> or 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 do we not need to go there? <laughs> there have been several that I have been like, wow, wow, and they're getting paid to do this. Wow. Yeah. How did this make it past the brainstorm? Um. I, I mean, even on Broadway, I've seen some really wacky stuff off Broadway, but like even on Broadway, you know, you. Yeah. Do, do you keep those? You just think. Do you keep those bills in your collection, or, or do you just put them away? Like, eh, you know. No, no, no. I keep them. Uh, no, 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 I keep them. Um, you know, it's nice to, 
it's nice to have that to really it balances things out. I see things that just like absolutely like boggle the mind. And then I see things that are like, yeah, this could have definitely been done like better by a, a middle school somewhere, but you know, yeah, yeah, no, oh no, I'm sentimental. I keep, I keep everything, I, all, all my playbills. So what is it about, I guess a show, is it just for the love of, of theater itself? You just want to, uh, I mean, yes, I'm an audience member, but um, no, I mean, it It inspires me like in my own craft. Like I, yeah. I see things that, uh, you know, like I said, are, are mind body. like you don't understand how something, ha- it's like being a little kid again. You're like trying to figure out the magic trick. Like how, how do they do that? And it doesn't even have to be the stagecraft. It can be like an acting choice or like, you know, vocals or, or going to a new musical that you don't know and hearing these songs and just being like, flooded with yeah. with emotions um yeah no i mean it's like a like a full body experience for me it, when the show's good when the show's bad it's you know a yeah full body it's a full body like i want to walk out here experience <laughs> um <Yeah>. so <laughs> has there been a show or maybe a particular moment in a show that touched you just like it, it what like a transformational moment like you just felt it deep well, yes, there are several. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, if you've never seen The Lion King, uh, I had never seen The Lion King before seeing it on broad. I mean, it tours everywhere, but um, uh, the opening, like, when the mm-hmm. animals are, like, coming down the aisles, I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is about these people walking around with puppets, but it just, like, yeah. Uh, oh, and, like, seeing Phantom for the first time and, like, seeing the chandelier fall and, like, being there in the orchestra when the show it's spoiler alert if you don't know phantom of the opera it's been (laughs) out for like 40 years but um, you should know (laughs) oh my gosh yeah if you don't know by now and you're listening to this then there's a chandelier um, there's a chandelier at the fan yes there's a chandelier and it crashes spoils yeah um other like crazy moments i mean i guess my first like real like crazy moment was not on Broadway, but, you know, seeing Little Shop of Horrors at my high school, I, I saw it every single night. Um, I, I lit, it's still my favorite musical. I, I mean, that's what made me want to, want to do theater in the first place was I, I just was, I was obsessed. I, I couldn't get enough. And I was, I think I was sadder than the people who were in the show when it closed. Like I was, I was more personally affected by, I was like, no, what am I going to watch now? Um, I wish you had seen ours. Oh, I wish I had too. Oh my I, gosh. I, just because I want to know, like somebody like you, who's a, like a collector, a collector of shows and little shop. Like if that's, if that's one of your favorites, I, I, I would have liked somebody's perspective to like, just to know how we did, you know? I mean, I, I'm sh- I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was wonderful. Um, oh my gosh, Ashley. See, I, I, I grew up watching, watching Ashley, like in AMT. Like she was, you know, a, a few years older than me, yeah. and um, oh my gosh, just like the most talented ever. So, no, I'm sure it was incredible, and I'm sad. That's that is the one bad thing about. I mean, I, I love living in New York, and there's always like fun stuff to do, but it makes it does make me sad having to cheer on from yeah. you know yeah. a thousand miles away. But well, it it you know that was a lot of fun for us to do that show. I, I honestly didn't know a lot about it before it auditions came up and I was like, I was, I was trying to get ready for auditions and I was like, man, this is awesome. I, I, I gotta get in this. And so, it, but 
the the experience for me doing a show is weird because I, I put you know we put a lot of work into it and then we present it and it seems to be well received at least by some and I never get to see it like I don't know I don't know what it's like you know I mean that's I, true I I know the show and I know what it's supposed to look like but I don't know what the audience experiences and yeah. so. That, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you'll never get to experience, but hey, we've got the best seats, which is on stage. Yeah. In, in the show. <laughs> yeah. That, um, that's always bothered me is that shows that I'm in, I'm like, man, I wish I could see this. <laughs> that's true. Hey, understudies, get an understudy and, and sure. go walk out. Yeah. I don't know. That's my solution. But so, what true. is it? What is it, do you think, about theater that, like, can be transformational or can be is it like I'm, music for me um well not just for me but like my my experience with music is that it touches people in ways that not uh, other mediums can't right like yeah. it it makes us feel or think in a way that that we can't experience with uh, with something else um so is it is it the music? Is it the stories? Like what shifts a show or a moment in a show from being um, a performance to being something that's gripping or that that can transform somebody's like way of thinking? That is an extreme. That is a very good question. Um, yeah, I think yes, definitely. Music is transformative um i mean i think even if a show is like mm, okay um and there's like uh, just a really great song in there like okay all right sorry if you if there's any paradise square fans out there but um uh not mm, not the strongest of musicals but the the woman who jakina who uh plays like the lead in the show I, I don't i don't know her name she won best actress in a musical she sings this song if you watch the tonys she's that's the song that she sang at the tonys it's insane. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the show itself doesn't really mean much to me, but like, it's like a physical like reaction. I mean, you know, when you hear something that you're just like, how did that happen? I don't know how that happened. How, how did a, a person just do that in front of, in, in front of my eyes? It, I mean, it's like a, it's like a real life miracle. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. a full body, like, ah, and no, the same, the same for plays. I mean, you go and you see a play and people are stiff or, you know, they're not believable. They don't seem like real people that you would encounter. You know, you kind of can be put off by it. But, um, no, you go see a play that the people are are real people and they're telling, like, a real story. Whether it's real or not, right, it's real to them and it's real and they make it real yeah. to you. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been super moved by plays. And, like, as, a, as an actor, you know, you asked about, like, the soul. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, getting to not to get like too, too deep. Um, but I mean, getting to like see the world through like somebody else's eyes, you know what I mean? Like you, you have a totally different perspective. You can like crawl into someone else's skin for a minute. Uh, um, I don't know. I think that's really cool. Getting to speak other people's words and getting to think other people's thoughts um, yeah, I mean, it makes definitely me at least, I think more empathetic, um, to, yeah, to just people in general. And I, I mean, society, um, in general, you know, how, how do we benefit from, from theater? I don't know if you even 
Yeah, we can go there. And, you know, the, the, the purpose of, of theater is to hold the mirror up to nature as twere. And I mean, yeah, that's kind of basic. And if you are like a theater student in college, you're probably like, yeah, you learn that on like day one. But, but you know, it's true. I, that's uh, good theater shows the audience kind of a reflection of what's going on in the world, the t- a reflection of the times, a reflection of, you know, their own humanity. Um, and I think, yeah, when you're in that room, you can feel it if a play is good, if it's good, if it's bad, you know, everyone's yeah. like, you know, what's for dinner. But, um, yeah. So I don't, that was a very long winded answer, but no, 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 that's perfect. And I don't want to ruin any profound thing you just said, but mm. the video froze just a tad for a ah! second. I did. I okay. did. I got that theater is to reflect to the audience. What's, <clears throat> what's going on in the world it, or it can you know yeah good theater i think challenges you and uh, leaves you like kind of second guessing your own choices and your own thoughts um oh my gosh i saw this play called um the fever it's uh, wallace sean if you know who that is from like the princess bride you know what i'm talking okay, about okay yeah um, he's a very distinctive voice you would know who i'm talking he wrote this really uh very gripping play that like is almost like a direct attack at the audience but I really loved it because it was like I mean I I really like kind of I think about it like I saw this in I don't know October maybe and I I think about it like all the time like I think about yeah there's there's certain lines that are that are like ingrained in my in in my brain but what'd um, you say the name of that was it's called fever or the the yeah fever fever or the fever okay it's a it's a one-person play um and he would just go and like perform it for people. And I got to see it with, um, <laughs> have you seen The Conjuring? Uh, the mom from The Conjuring, that movie, her, uh, Lily Taylor, I think is her name. Incredibly talented, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's like why we need theater. Um, yeah. Of course, it's nice to go see fun comedies and like kind of turn your brain off, but my favorite are, are things that, yeah, kind of maybe push the boundary a little bit, kind of yeah. get you to think a little bit differently. Well, I'm I'm glad that we have that avenue to to maybe like you're almost putting in front of people uh hypothetical situations and saying this is how this played out. H- how do you feel about that? Was that was that wrong? Would it did everything go well? Decide for yourself, you know. Yeah. I mean, it it makes uh, you know, whereas we in like our real lives have our own, we, you know, we walk around, everyone walks around with their own kind of, uh, prejudices and, uh, you know, judgments that they, that they hold, whether you think you do or not, you do. Um, and I think when you go and see theater and you just, and you, and you shut up and you just listen for a minute and you, and you watch, you can empathize. I mean, yeah, you see people as, as people, people that you may not necessarily otherwise care to listen to their story or, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, especially if you're, if you participate in like, we were talking about community theater before and the mix of people that come, it's not yeah. just the audience. That's, that's the actors too, that come. Oh yeah. You have, you know, we have people from all over North Alabama. Sometimes we have a guy who's been in several plays recently who drives, um, from, I, it wouldn't, let's see, I think he lives over West of Coleman. So he drives an hour plus, to three or four or five rehearsals a week and then to seven shows. And he's done that multiple times. You know, I mean, it means something to people. 
Yeah. And yeah. and the mix of people that we have, it, it's it's young, old, um, rich, poor. I mean, it's it's people from all over the county. And like I mentioned with that guy before, all, sometimes all over the north part of the state. Um, that and you, you don't get to choose those people. The people who want to participate come and and they're cast and here here you are you're a group now and it you always come out with either renewed or new friendships um new relationships and understanding people a little better <laughs> i mean totally there there are very few negative takeaways from being involved in at least in my experience involved yeah. in the theater I mean, people if any, cool. I don't people know. People are cool. It's fun to get to know people. Yeah. And yeah. You do have to become kind of a pretty tight knit family, especially when you are, yeah, you, 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 it's a, you know, you're, you're, you're sharing the ball. It's a group project. Everyone, um, takes part in telling the story and yeah, that's something special that unless you've been in a show before, um, yeah, I don't really know how, how else you would, I guess being on a team in a sport, um, it's fun to think back, like, you know, I think back on Greece and I can, I can picture the cast and I can, I can remember like, you know, going and hanging out with my, with my friends. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's fun little, uh, little moments in time, little families that you have like all over the place with people. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Love theater. So the thing about theater is, <laughs> kind of cool. um, so I, I want to, I don't want to take up more of your time. I mean, we've been on for a while, but I want to kind of wind down with some, I guess, I don't know, uh, stereotypical questions <laughs> that, no, this is great. that one might get in at being a New York uh, resident. So have you, I, I, we already touched on this kind of, but have you run into someone outside of a show you went to or just on the street that you personally were super excited to meet and is it kosher to approach that person? <sighs> that is a very good question. Okay. So first off, uh, let, let, I'm going to answer that backwards. Is it kosher, kosher to approach someone? Uh, read the room. It, yeah. I mean, if you can read on, the situation, <laughs> read the situation. If someone is like talking on the phone or like very clearly, like with AirPods in, like walking somewhere, you know, actors are people. Okay. And, and not everyone wants to be bothered all the time. Some people like love it. They like welcome it. Um, but I mean, you just kind of have to feel the, the vibe out. Um, like at the Tony awards. Um, that's, that's, that was pretty cool. I got to go to the Tonys. Um, and yeah. Oh my God. There were people, people are asking to like have pictures taken, uh, with people. And, you know, so of course there you can like say like, yes, you know, love your dress or Hey, Sarah, whatever. I got to meet Sarah Paulson. That was crazy. Um, from American horror story. If, if, if you watch that, um, she was at the Tonys. No, I think the, the, what's the, the craziest like person I've met, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda lives mm -hmm. in my neighborhood. He lives like four streets like that way. Oh, wow. Um, and I've run into him a, a, a few times dropping his kid off at the school bus because he just like is a dude in the neighborhood, but also yep, that's what you, you do know, on off days. Very rich and um, successful. But no, yeah, Lynn, Lynn, he lives here. So that's kind of cool. Oh, if you watch Euphoria, um, I ran into Jacob Alordi and his, well, then girlfriend, Kaya Gerber, who is Cindy Crawford's daughter, who, you know, yeah, supermodel. Now she's a supermodel. That was cool. Yeah, you run into people all the time. Uh, 
you literally never know who you're going to see on the street. Of yeah. Park. Well, Especially you mentioned Times Square area. You mentioned Euphoria. I, I started that show, <sighs> and man, it's like it's rough to watch. <laughs> almost like it, it. I mean, you got to be prepared. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah, but no, that's they intense. do it. They do a great job with it. Yeah, well, also, but it Nate, is intense. Jacob Elordi, uh is as tall as you think he. I mean, I think I'm like relatively tall because I'm like you know almost six. I'm almost six foot. I'm almost six foot. Me too. Um, and then, hmm, are you? <laughs> wait, are you really? <laughs> no. I was about to say because last time I, I can say that here because nobody can tell. Like really talked to you was like when I was like 14 yeah as far as you know um no that was cool but he's really tall like in real life he's he's like crazy tall no hold on there's more people I I know I wrote notes and there's something really cool um who, that's fine take your time I can edit this that's fine now, now I know uh I got to go to this cast party uh for Little Shop of Horrors they had one of their Ooh. cast members who she closed the show on like a Sunday or something and then that Thursday um she went on in six on Broadway as Catherine Parr, not as an understudy, not as an alternate, but like, so that's what the party was for. And, um, oh my God, it was just like all of the Broadway people just like hanging out in a bar and, uh, and it was an open bar and they had hors d'oeuvres and stuff. So it was pretty lit. That was a crazy, yeah, that was a wild experience, man. How did yeah? So you say just like you just say it casually, like I got to go to this cast party. It was pretty crazy. I mean, it was well, crazy. You like, you like knew somebody who knew somebody, or like what was what was the? Um, yeah, the well, I know one of the. I keep. I'm sorry to like <laughs> name. I mean, you're asking me to name drop, so I'm gonna name drop. But like, uh, I know this guy Oliver, who is a producer on that show and like several shows on Broadway. Oh, also, yeah, it helps if you know people who can get you comp tic- like free tickets to the show. I so can imagine. That also yeah. helps. Um, POTUS, I think he also produces. Um, so I got to see that for free. Um, but no, yeah, he was just like, "Do you want to like come to this?" And I was like, "Uh, yes." So say yes. That's oh, my let me check advice. my skit. Yep, I'll it's be just, there. <laughs> yeah, I think I had to like cancel a couple of lessons, but I was like, "Sorry, y'all. Um, I got I got a better offer. Um, got something cooler to do tonight." Um, <laughs> oh, I so <laughs> I used to be like really into going to like movie premieres when I first moved here because there was no Broadway, like there was nothing to do. Right. And I ran into at the <laughs> at the Boss Baby Two premiere. Um, <laughs> We love that here, by the way. I, I mean, it's funny. It's really funny. I got to meet my like musical idol, Jacob Collier. Which, if you don't know who that is, and you want to have your mind blown, if you want to feel really stupid, go watch his videos and just be blown away by like how much he knows and how much you don't know. Um, But no, I ran into two of the four Impractical Jokers. That was fun. Um, Now there's only three, so I guess I ran into two out of the three of those. uh, who else was there? Amy Sedaris, Jacob, uh, Alec Baldwin, he was there. Oh, I went to a different premiere and got to meet, uh, I really love this band, AJR. Mm. Uh, and I got to meet the dudes from AJR and Matt Damon. I, anyway, yeah. It, it's New York. That's it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's where they live. I mean, you know, like you said, running into people just on the street because they're walking to get a coffee. I mean, it's not like, yeah. you know. <laughs> they live here too. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's so that's funny. Um, the uh, b- living in a household with a six year old and a two year old, we've watched plenty of Boss Baby and Boss <laughs> Baby 2. <laughs> so 
It's like you're driving driving to Auburn, driving to the beach or whatever. What movie do you want to watch? I just watch Boss Baby. So Boss Baby. Oh man, it's I, a good movie. I'm up on all it's the all the cartoons right now. I mean, yeah, have you have you run into somebody who was just like, eh, don't don't bother me, get it, get out of here, like? Yeah, no, Jason Robert Brown. He was he was kind of a he was kind of a douchebag. Uh, I mean, I was like, hey, you know, he was literally riding on the subway. He was not reading anything. He was like staring off into space, not talking. He wasn't with anybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I was feeling I was reading the room, and I just said like, hey, you know, I'm 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 a big fan. You know, I I really love all of your musicals. And he like looked at me and was like, um, okay. I was like, well, uh, yeah, shit, I'll, I'll, okay, yeah. I'm sitting I on a so. train. Never, I mean, we're stuck in this train. Might as well, you know. Okay. So anyway, um, he was very rude, but no, most people are most people are really really nice. Um, I don't know if you watch High School Musical, the musical, the series, but I've run into like ninety percent of the cast here, um, like on uh, like around Times Square. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're literally. Uh, yeah. Either Times working Square or area. waiting on the next job. I mean, you know, it's true that. True that. Gotta make a living. Um, what is what's your favorite movie shot in New York City? Ooh. Hmm. Okay, I'm I'm tempted to say something like classic, like you know. Um, but I'm gonna go with Enchanted. I love Enchanted. No, that's a good one. That's a really good. And they're one. making another one, Disenchanted. I did accidentally really? stumble across. Yes, and I know because I accidentally walked through Central Park. I was like, huh, I wonder what's going on over there. They were, I asked some little, not some little dude, I asked some dude, uh, and he was like, yeah, we're doing Disenchanted. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Sounds so, fun. You need somebody. Cool. You know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, you, you need, do you like, need any extras? Um, no, I love Enchanted. Um, if you've ever seen the animated movie Soul, yes. I love that. It's a Pixar movie. It's great. I, I mean, I think it's number one as a musician. You should watch it because it's it you know talks about like you know passions and, and, and music and stuff. And the music is genius, um, but like the animation of like the city and stuff, I just think is so pretty. They do it they do it right. Um, but yeah, that's so. I don't know. I thinking don't, of movies shot in New York, do you yeah. of the ones that you like, maybe your favorites? Do you go around the city recreating scenes from those movies? <laughs> <laughs> do you, like honestly that, yeah that, I mean, of that course, face yes. is like yes i do <laughs> i do i do so like do you know the last five years you know like the jamie and kathy I, it's a jason robert brown i should know musical. it I, I know what you're talking about but I, I don't know it well enough to know the the story the apartment that they move into is like not very far from where i live and of course i went there and was like singing jamie is over and jamie is gone and i'm sure people were like what's happening what's um, happening here other places, uh, that's, I, I, I ask that because I kind of think if I like next time I come to the city, of course, mm-hmm. you know, going with Kristen, we end up doing things from Elf, right? So, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, Elf, 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 yes, we course, jump across the crosswalks and stuff because that's one that's like one of our absolute favorite movies. Um, but I kind of think that I would end up going around to scenes from uh, Home Alone, Lost in New York, and just like, I don't know, <laughs> saying, Why not? Kevin was standing oh right here. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know if I found, I mean, of course, I've been to Central Park before. I don't know if I found that like specific place where like the pigeon lady and yeah. stuff. That would be cool to find. I have been to the Plaza Hotel. Um, I've seen the tree. 
at Rockefeller Center twice, two years now, which is weird. Um, the funny thing about movies like that, especially that one, is when <laughs> at the end when they shoot him in Rockefeller Center, and it's totally empty. Like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, they've when cleared is that, that place out and... ever empty? <laughs> it's... No, never, 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 never. I'm trying to think. What? Where else do they go in in Home Alone two? Well, Central Park. Uh, I don't know what store it is. But Duncan's Toy Chest was a storefront. Um, the uh-huh. the uh, let's see. I wonder well, they, if he, the loading dock they, that he jumps off of and uh, Harry catches him. I wonder if that's really the loading dock behind the plaza. I'm I'm sure somebody know. Okay, actually, you know what? If you really do for real want to know, there's this show on Apple TV Plus called uh, Central Park. Um, it's like in the same animation style as Bob's Burgers. They <laughs> they do a whole episode uh, where Fred Armisen voices this dude who does like a Home Alone two to, like tour in Central Park. Um, it's very funny. I'm not making it sound funny at all, but I promise it is. It, it's it's really funny. Um, I do what I do like Bob's Burgers. I haven't seen the movie yet, but nope, it's, I haven't uh, either. It's very similar to Bob's Burgers, but um, but a musical. So you know, yeah. Oh, that's going places. I, pe- I need to check that out. Interest. I am saying it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> was Was there anything else that you wanted to cover while we were together, or have we? Oh gosh, have we done it? I don't know. Is there anything? Well, all right. I don't know. Have we done it? Well, my my timer on the stream is showing me an hour and a half. So, at right, it doesn't feel like that. Um. Well, then, yeah, I guess we have covered. Actually, there was one thing that we didn't get to, but um. Can I just say it really quick? We, we don't have one a time limit. You can, yeah. One say of the questions maybe was, uh, I think you had something in there about like what should the whole backstage do next, and like what do I think of? Yes, like, what thank doing? you, thank you. With with I your extensive Broadway experience and all the shows like that a, you've seen, I love that question. What would you like to see us do here at the whole backstage? So I came up with a couple of things. Um, so I don't know. Again, I like things where you can like where they have good like world building where you feel like you sh- like step into the theater and you sit in the audience and the show starts and you're like, whoosh, like somewhere you're, else you're, you're somewhere else yeah. you're like taking me somewhere else um but i also love things that are like cha- again like challenging that make you think and things that are um inclusive and tell like different stories that maybe people around the area may not you know have had access to before um, and that's why I really love my favorite show that I think the whole backstage is doing next season is To Kill a Mockingbird because I, I just think I got to see that on Broadway with um, oh my god what's his name come on um, Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels yes thank yes. you oh my gosh I, I was gonna like yeah uh, which was an experience but yeah I mean I think that play is very very much challenges you know people and, and people's yeah. way of thinking and I just think anything that you, you know, any show that you can pick that is inclusive, that is challenging. And again, I know I'm kind of privileged in, in saying that because, you know, as a community theater, you have to think about what's going to sell tickets and what's going to put butts in seats. And, you know, you actually have like <laughs> prices that you have to, you know, yeah, you have you have money well, that you have to recoup. But I think we're in a good place where, you know, we, we kind of have the tools in place to reach people and let them know what's going on and they'll come or they want or they won't you know i mean yeah. I, i'm really excited too about this next season but also let me tell you what we're doing for the 23 24 season we are uh coming up on celebrating 50 years 
as a theater, continuously operating community theater for 50 years. And we say that the Holback Stage is, is North Alabama's oldest continuously operating community theater, but I, I don't know that all those caveats are, are required. I think it could be Alabama's oldest continuously operating community theater, but you yeah. have to have continuously operating in there because we're definitely right. not... We're, it's a hundred-year-old building, but it's not, definitely not the oldest in Alabama. It definitely not not the oldest used as a theater. So, but the fact that we've been operating for fifty years as a community theater in Gunnersville, Alabama, is it's pretty incredible because of the people, like you were talking about, the the people that come. I mean, I I think of a handful of people that just show up. You know what I'm saying? Show up time and time again and over and over and keep driving things forward. And without them, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. But, okay, I say, I say all that to say. The 23-24 season, celebrating our 50th year, we are staging all new shows that we've never done before. Hmm. Yes. So this, this season that you're talking about, kicking off with To Kill a Mockingbird, it, we're celebrating our 49th. And we're doing shows from our past that we have done within those 49 years um, to celebrate getting here. And then our 50th year is just, we'll we'll see what happens. All new shows. I don't know if the whole backstage has done this. Um, clearly, I'm not, I'm not 49 years old, but um, Parade, I love that show. I think that would be really good. Bright Star, I'm like shocked that the whole backstage has not done bright star yet i feel like that is like right up the whole backstage's alley i say there's a million plays that come to mind and now none of none of them are coming uh to to my <laughs> not to my tongue at least they're on the tip of my tongue um that's no, fine I, I just you know with with everything that you've experienced and and on so many different stages um you know at as we put shows together here with with our the volunteers and the and the kids and the adults and everybody coming together um Greece was a really fun one that we did together and uh, you know Diane is a fantastic director um hopefully we'll see into the woods next summer from her so oh my gosh i one of my one of one of my favorites uh i don't know if you heard but it is coming to broadway um yeah you know, we're trying not to tell anybody. Come on, <laughs> come on! No, take a take a like a, a big bus and bring everyone. Ooh, we should. We should. I'm going next. I'm going next Tuesday. Well, COVID pending. I'm, I have my ticket for next Tuesday. So. So are we'll they just see. are they just doing cancellations like night by night or just kind of oh, seeing? Do it, it. Who knows? You literally, you literally it, it, like every two to three months, it'll just randomly. Uh, yeah, they'll be like, oh, this show's shutting down, and then you'll see two, three, four, five more shut down. I don't know. I don't know when we're ever going to get yeah. through this weirdness, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, I've 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 been sitting in the audience of a show, and then they've been like, okay, never mind, we're not doing the show. Like, and oh like, no, okay, let's like let's just get people up are already up. there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah oh. yeah yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, nope, never mind. Go, you can leave now. Hmm. That's one thing that we, and I I know there are things, different things you can do, but one thing that we did in in the theater at the whole backstage was install um, uh, 
ionizers in the HVAC system where yeah. it scrubs it scrubs the air it, the return air coming back to the theater, the dressing rooms, the lobby, all the common air space. We we installed those filters and um you know, hopefully that's at least mitigates some of the risk for people. So that's that, that's that's one thing we did. I was really happy that we were able to do that. Yeah, I well, I don't, I don't know if you saw but Broadway's mask policy is ending in eight days so Mm -hmm. um it's going to be optional now um you know it's yeah it's a little bit it is a little bit different um you know there's people from all over the earth that come to you know you look around in in an audience of a thousand two thousand people there's somebody from everywhere you know what i mean versus community theater right where, where the tracking may be a little bit easier so i'm sure there's other circumstances but um dude it's i i think like I said before, I think everyone is even still trying to like navigate and figure out like how do how do we keep making theater and how do we make it safe and yeah responsibly yeah it's uh, uh, fun I know that's the, that's the thing <laughs> responsibly while while giving people you know the option while, yeah while still be again being able to pay pay bills and and do shows and operate and. It's tricky, yeah. I'm well, sure and it's not—it's not, it's not something is. you know. When you think about, l- let's keep only the essentials. Like I don't—I don't think of theater as something that's like, well, okay, well, we can get rid of that because it's not important. I, I think it absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, especially see it. Well, if there's there's never really a great time to graduate with a, a BFA musical theater, but especially not in 2020. But uh, you know, when theater was like literally non-existent there for a while. But um, yeah, I mean, people get off work and they want to go turn on the TV. Like, who who do you like? Those people are actors, right? <laughs> right. Those people are actors. Those people are are storytellers, and you you go to the movies. Um, who who those are weird theater people at one point they were right now they're of yeah. course movie stars and tv stars but those are those are show people right so i no i don't think it's yeah theater's evolving and and you know entertainment is evolving and um my hope for broad well my hope for all theaters that you know we we adapt and that we don't let this art form die because i think it's it's a very it's a different experience to go watch you know, a movie or to sit at home and watch a TV show than to be in a room and have something happen in front of your own eyes. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, you, you can't really replicate that feeling. No, it, it's like the, the orchestra, the actors, what the, the music, like when, when the vocalists are, are all lining up is it's like you're, you've started something and now it's not stopping. Like this is, this is yeah. moving forward. Everybody, maybe a hundred people are all doing their part and it's all, it sounds like one thing. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's incredible. It's pretty special. So I, I don't want to keep you all night. Although that's I feel okay. like, I feel no, like I'm we having could. such a great time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I really appreciate you doing this, man. It, it, it's been a blast and I know people are going to love it that they're going to love uh, catching up with you, whether it's just, you know, listening or whatever. Um, and, and they're going to love all the insights you have, man. It, it, it's been great. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for, for thinking to ask me. I mean, it's, yeah, this has been really cool. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate everything you brought, man. It, it's like, I've, like I said, I just, I could keep asking. I'm just curious. I just could keep asking questions and, we'll and have, hearing we'll, stories. We'll chat and, later. Yeah. We'll off, <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Well, thanks again, buddy. I'll let you go. Thank you. Have a good night. We'll see you. See ya. Good night.